This is Web Suasion Conversation, Episode 8. Welcome to the show. I am Ryan Williams, president of the Web Suasion Group, coming to you from our Capoca Studios here at Pinewood Atlanta Studios in Fayetteville, Georgia. Today on the show, we have Dante Stevens of New Wave Automation, and he's going to tell us about his journey from music production to home automation services. So while we're on the subject of automation, one of the things we do here at Web Suasion for our clients is help to automate their business systems. A lot of data entry, especially where you're entering the same data more than once in multiple systems, or you have disconnected systems and you're having to pull those together, crunch numbers and spreadsheets, all that takes time. There's a lot of opportunity for error there. There's a lot of duplicated work. A lot of hiring from temp agencies that's unnecessary. What we do is we come in and we connect all those systems together or we build something from scratch from the database up to the user interface that helps them automate their process. So that data goes in one time, it goes in validated and corrected, and then gets all the way back to all the other departments. So whether that be service techs in the field or sales agents, all of that information can flow freely to your administration departments and your bookkeeping, and then up to the executive level where we we provide data visualization so they can actually see what's happening in their business. So if you want to learn more about that, go to our website. At the homepage, you will see a link for digital transformation. That page will tell you everything you need to know about what we do for businesses. You can also download our developer checklist at websuasion.com, W-E-B-S-U-A-S-I-O-N dot C-O-M forward slash checklist. That'll sign you up for our newsletter, but it'll also give you a link to our developer checklist. That's everything that you need to know as a business owner about what a development firm should be doing and providing for you as far as standards and safety checks and project workflow and management and so forth. So feel free to sign up and download that. And now let's talk to Dante Stevens of New Wave Automation. Dante, thank you for being on the show. Oh, man, Ryan, thanks for having me, man. This is awesome, man. Just your, <laughs> your, <laughs> your you. haven, man. This is an awesome place to be in right now. Thank you. Uh, well, tell me about you, man. Tell me what got you into home automation in the first place. I mean, what were you doing before you did Step Up? Oh, man, this story goes pretty far back. So I went to college for electronics and computers. Okay. That's the start getting me into the electronic side and Uh the computer side of things. So that's my degree, electronics and computers. Uh Prior to going to school, I have a background in music. Right. So I know engineering. I did engineering, producing, stuff like that. So I've always had a gift for sound and things of that nature. Right. Um, so that was an easy transition into home theater. Did you have somebody that was doing it that kind of, did you do you apprentice under someone or did you just jump straight no, into I it? No, I jumped straight in it, man. So yeah. with the music, I just always... I, I mean, as a kid, I had this ability to be able to put together music, mm-hmm. um, instruments, and things like that. So it's just, it grew just with me. As, yeah, yeah, it just made sense. And once I got married, had my first daughter, that's when the music started kind of phasing out. Right. Because 
I knew that I couldn't continue to live that music lifestyle with a family. It right. was all over the place. Same thing happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I always been technical with yeah. my hands and I love technology and stuff like that. So I bought my first flat screen TV. That was back when plasma was you know, just coming out, so they were big. They, right. they, they were super, you know, heavy. heavy yeah. yeah, and I had this feeling that I could mount it, and I did it. And I guess the entrepreneur side in me from that kicked in because I was like, "Hey, do I this can, for other people. I can sell this." <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where it started. I would okay. say that that's where it started. Your first company was Step Up AV. Yes. And how long ago did you start that? Actually, my first company was Stevens Electronics. Oh, okay. So you've yeah. been through a couple of them. Yeah. Well, I rebranded. So when I had that moment where I could actually start a business and uh -huh. sell this stuff, I called my business Stevens Electronics yeah. at that time. Yeah. And maybe a couple years after that, I got tired of the calls I was getting. People were thinking I was repairing electronics and right, stuff like right. that. Right, Yeah, it was a little TV confusing. TV repair place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got a little confusing, so I rebranded. I said I wanted to do something a little bit bigger that can capture a bigger market, uh -huh. make it a lot clearer. So, and that was 2008, I, I okay. want to say, when I rebranded the okay. Step Up AV. So, so you've been at it for a good 10 years. Yeah, over or ten, more than that. Yeah, yeah. 12, so? Yeah, it's been over 10 years. I've been in the industry, so, so yeah. So in that time, you've seen a lot of changes with the whole home automation Thing. A lot, I mean, that's a, a lot. lot of technology out there. That a lot. You blinking at something <laughs> new, coming control fours and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. What's crazy um, is when I started, I started out just installing. Yeah. You know, I was hanging TVs, I was mounting projectors and screens for churches, and anything that I can do as far as physical, just installing it. Right. It wasn't until my mentor, I ran into him at a Home Depot. We haven't seen each other in a while. Uh -huh. I didn't know he was in the same feel okay. I was in but I told him what I was doing and he was like hey I'm doing that same thing but let me show you what I'm doing and that's when he exposed all the automation and you know controlling oh, wow. all of these things and one app and one remote and I'm sitting over there thinking oh man I've been installing this stuff but I didn't know it was a whole nother world right so at that point he took me on as a, a mentee when I came up under his wing he showed me the whole world so I seen the technology from the standpoint of not knowing that it existed yeah into learning and growing and seeing the changes. And as you know, technology changes daily. like the wind, man. Yeah, There's something new daily. came out yesterday that we have to find out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have to learn all over. Yeah, again, yeah. Man. And your clients, I imagine, are just completely confused. They don't know. So a lot of what you do is probably customer service, I imagine, and, yeah. and like training on, on yeah. what's available first off, what the yeah. costs are, and then you have to maintain it, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the thing I try to be real clear about and be very intentional about is education. Okay. Technology is confusing to a lot of people. Right. We sell features. Yeah. We don't get into products. Products is confusing. Right. It's just when you get into the feature set, people are like, oh, yeah, I want that. But then now you got to get into the education because in order to have this this is what it's going to take. Right. This is the cost associated with right. it. Right. The products become the solution. Right, for the right, yeah. right, right. What did you find, first off, with Step Up and Stevens and all before that? Looking back, what do you find that was like the biggest mistakes you made or something that you would do differently? <sighs> oh, Ryan, we can go. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a segment in its own. Everybody man. <laughs> says that. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Um, I'm going to be perfectly honest. Um, it wasn't until. Last year, 2018. I call 2018 my revelation year. Yeah. And I say that because uh, all of the changes that happened, 
all of the things I was going through from starting this company or my companies and getting to where I am now, it was revealed to me in 2018. Okay. And I'll say that because things weren't moving the way I wanted to. Right, the, right. I came to a, like a ceiling, I, I guess. I was in a very similar place yeah. around the same time, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, and I think... Oh, if I would have did anything differently when I started, I, I probably would have started reading earlier. Okay. Um, picking up a couple books and like understanding. Business books? Business or? books, personal development books. Yeah, yeah. I learned a lot about myself in 2018. And I learned why my business was causing me so much stress. I still love what I do. Yeah. There's this entrepreneurial seizure that we get when we finally venture out in our business world, yeah. you know, on our own. And, and we go in being a technician. Right. We go in thinking, oh, man, I can do this very well. Let me do it and monetize it. Right. But you don't take into account all of the other things that come with running a business. You forget you have to manage. You have to delegate. You have to free yourself of tasks and things of that nature. Right. And you can't be a one-man show. No. Because having five clients is not like having 500 clients. Right, right. And you can't be there on a drop of a dime every time they call. And that's why 2018 resonated with me the most because a lot of the books I read, the coaching I've been in, and the people that I surrounded myself with, right. it all came together. And I was like, whoa, it was like a big aha moment. You have to take nuggets from books, from coaching, anything you're looking at, you have to take nuggets away from it and be able to apply it to your own right. situation. You have to figure out what's the next step. Right. Because that happens in growth. What I've learned is I'm growing yeah. in different aspects. And I have to be able to take it in and understand where do I go from this yeah. point and on? What's man. best for me. What's yeah. best for me. Nobody's man. got all the answers. Yeah. But you can take little bits from a lot of people and put make the right solution for exactly, you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So you're going through this big transformation right now with uh, your partnering. Was was this the guy that was the mentor for you before? No, or no, 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 no. Actually, what's funny is I met my business partner now through that mentor, okay. mentor guy. They had some business dealing. They worked together and stuff like that. So that's where I met them. Also, it's a small industry. You know, yeah. being in the smart home, home theater industry is it's pretty small. We all shop at the same place and stuff like right. that. So we'll see each other, but we may not know each other personally, but we'll see each other. Right. So I've seen him before, and then he's he end up um, um, doing business with um, my mentor, at okay. the time, and then um, they parted ways. Right. And when they did that, he went on to start his company, which was Premier AV okay. Systems. Of course, I would step up AV. We had this bright idea to subcontract each other. Right. You did slightly different things. Not necessarily. We did the same things. The problem is, is finding people that we could outsource to help us like do a lot of the work. And, yeah, yeah, help yeah, do installs and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we figured, man, we worked. No, very well together, man. We did a couple of projects and, oh, man, we was in and out of projects pretty quick. We understood each other pretty well. So from there, we, we decided, hey, let's just start subcontracting each other. So if you got a project, you know, bring me on. I'll help you out. And mm -hmm. if, when I have a project, same thing. So that worked for a while. That was two, three years in the making. Okay. Through that whole process, what we were able to do is nurture our relationship as business partners 
and um, nurture our friendship. Right. So it wasn't anything rushed, forced. Yeah, it's been anything. very organic, natural. Kind organic, of. yeah. That's the best word to say for that our so, situation. So now you guys are merging into New Wave Automation, right? New Wave Automation is the new name, rebranding both of our company up on the New Wave Automation. I like the logo. I see it on Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, shirt. man. It's thanks, nice. man. It's um, it, it's an exciting time for us at this moment, man. We, we were able to, like I said, nurture our relationship. Now we're able to come together as New Wave Automation and bring all of our ideas together uh-huh. under one roof. And the key is to leverage our strengths and weaknesses. Right. Because there's things he does very well and things I do, you know, yeah, very yeah. well. So figuring out how to merge that together, man, it's, it's awesome, man. Yeah, that's great. So are you bringing on other employees right now? Or are you just kind of like trying to work this out right now and see how it goes? And what's what's 2019 look like for you? My business partner, Lawrence, I told him yesterday, we at least got to get one person right now. Yeah. We got to start firing yourself, man. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> yeah, trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man, I don't want to keep pulling wire. I don't want to do, you know, I want to sit. I want to be a designer in my business, man. I yeah. want to be able to spend more time being strategic. You know. I, and that's tough. Oh, uh, it's tough, man. Yeah, my tipping point was early 2018 as well because before that I was doing 11 hours programming a day and you know holding on to stuff more than I needed to and things like that and we finally made this shift around somewhere around last year and it was a similar thing it was you know now I'm consciously dedicating at least 50% of my time if not more to sales Rocking ourselves, you know, that kind of stuff, networking. Right. And that's a big shift and it's it's scary. Yeah, it's scary, but what what I how I come into terms with it is I look at it like we've been blessed to get to this point. Right. We have a wealth of knowledge. And you could stop there and you could just grind yourself down. Yeah. 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 So so the way I think about it now is I have to figure out creative ways to duplicate myself. Right. And put together systems and put things in place to make it easy for somebody else to come in and do certain tasks. Because you have to understand, we have tasks that are low-paying jobs for us, Mm -hmm. if you think. For us, um, hanging a TV, that's a $15 job. You know what I mean? Why why am I spending time on a $15 hour job job when I need to be working on this next big deal? You know what I mean? So that's pulling time away from something else you can be working on. Me having a lunch with somebody. Me, you know, going to talk to individuals about this new smart home idea we have. You know, realtors or home builders, like having productive meetings. But I'm too busy hanging a TV at the moment. And it's, you know, when you look at it, when you you break it down and look at it that that way, you get a different way of thinking about it. It's like, look, I need to find myself from that. Now, that's the biggest thing I'm frustrated about now. Because when I have to go and do those jobs, I'm thinking about what else I could have been doing to help grow the business. So Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. It's time to bring somebody (laughs) on. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, I know this is a new transition for you, but what are you finding from sales, marketing, networking? What's what's been most effective for you finding new clients? Finding new clients. Um, the marketing piece is the struggle for us. Like, I'll be honest, man, just finding your best client. Yeah. Knowing um, who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing right now we're in a uh, coaching process, even going into new wave automation. We had a business coach because being partners is different. You yeah. know, the communication changes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's a lot of things that we have to come in terms with. So we had a business coach to help us through this whole transition. And one of the things um, that came up in one of our sessions was – 
who are our best clients? Like, yeah. how do we how do we determine that? Right. That's mind blowing to me, man. Just figuring that out because up until this point, we've done well for ourselves as a company. Sure. But I'm gonna be honest, we were shooting at the hilt. Yeah, you know, taking whatever came in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, same here. Oh my goodness, I'll do some home advisor here. I'll do some Yelp here. I, I yeah. mean, I, I was very optimistic. I'll oh, yeah, throw yeah. money out, and the problem is, you get very frustrated with doing that because anybody has access to you, so they'll call you about any little yeah. thing and you're like I really don't want that job that was a waste of a conversation that was a waste of a yeah. consultation <laughs> you know so um, so now just nailing down who are our clients and going directly towards them and giving them the education and getting them the information they need for them to make an informed decision about hiring us right that's one of the things I'm finding out like we've been going the wrong way about getting clients going too broad going too night. broad and now you need to find your yeah, niche. Yeah, yeah. I, I call it like that handyman approach, man. We was taking anything that yep. that comes, and we don't have a specific thing we're trying to do. Yeah, we do smart homes, home theaters, and all of that. But people may ask us, "Hey, can you, you know, put our ceiling fan in?" And we, yeah, we can do it. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. the worst thing you could ever do when yep. you try. To, you spread yourself thin because exactly. now you're not cornering yourself in the market. Yeah, when you're starting out, though, you know, you take everything that you just, don't that's, care. That's just natural. <laughs> You just you just trying to, to but that's make what it work. I tell new entrepreneurs, people who come in now. Mm-hmm. I love the mistakes I made. I oh, swear. I mean, you learn from them. Oh I my mean, goodness, you learn more from mistakes than anything oh, else. Oh my goodness, I look like if you ask me what you know, if I'll change anything, the only thing I'll change, I probably will start reading books earlier. Yeah. that's about it. But the mistakes I've made, I love pouring into others. When I talk to another entrepreneur or somebody who inspiring to be an entrepreneur, just telling them some of the pitfalls, like, hey. Don't get so excited and do everything that, you know, if they ask you, can you do it? Yeah, you may know how to do it, but yeah. that don't mean you have to do it. Like, be an expert at something. You know, find your niche and, you yeah, know. Yeah, about, about six, seven years ago, I started um, uh, heavily mentoring uh, other developers and stuff like that. Okay. And what I found out of that was I got better exponentially at what I was doing because I was teaching it. So you get double benefit out of it. You're helping someone else, you're, but it's also crystallizing in your mind, whether it's business coaching or development or right, you know, how to install, right. how to you know hide wires to where no one could ever see, you know, whatever right, that is. Right. When you're showing somebody else, they'll ask questions in a way that you never thought about it right. from a different angle. And you know, you go, oh, well, yeah. this is what you need to do and this yeah. is why. And I never really realized that, yeah. you know? And when you get to the point where you're at, where you're making the shift, I think teaching is like one of the best things you can do to help your own business too. Man, I'm so glad you said that because even with New Wave and our new vision, education is number one for me or for us because I never like to come off as a salesman, Right. even for our clients. If we educate them to make an informed decision, we're already providing credibility. And people don't respond to sales anymore. I mean, they do respond to that education and like learning. And so even from your online perspective, like your content, you're right. Yeah. You don't want to be salesy. And and even going further, just looking at our industry, it's an unregulated industry. Yeah. There's no school for, you know, home theater and AV. You know, you have to spend the money and take classes and do your own research. You're you're really self-taught. You know, somebody brought you in, showed you a couple of things, and you had to take it in and go with it. So I want to be able to extend a hand and help people get into this industry that's 
that you can't go to school for. I went to school for electronics and computers. They taught me none of this stuff. Right, You right. know what I mean? I'm yep. learning how to troubleshoot circuit boards and uh, that type of thing. Yeah. You know, how to repair anything, a car radio or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But knowing this stuff, it takes time. You have to spend your own money on educating yourself and spending your time on educating yourself. Yep. So if I can help someone, that's our goal to try to help more people get into this industry because you can't go sign up at someone's school and learn right. what we know, you know. So that's we're great. in a good position from that standpoint, just finding motivated individuals individuals who want to learn it. That's fantastic. Well, Dante, thank you so much for being on the show. Ryan, I like I said, man, I am floored with this this situation you have, man. I was <laughs> I was ecstatic, man. I couldn't wait to get here, man, just to be on your show and be able to share some of my knowledge and share some of the things that I've went through, man. And I pray that this show grows way past, you know, what oh, you're well, thinking, thank you. man. And, uh, thank you, thank and I'm here. I'm a fan, man. So can't awesome. wait to have me back, man, for sure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on Apple and Stitcher and Spotify and Google Play and wherever you listen to podcasts. Next week on the show, we have Rebecca Britzi, who is a business consultant in Atlanta. She's got a lot of experience working with startups, and she's going to tell us about her journey. Please make sure, if you haven't already, sign up to our newsletter on our website. If you go to websuasion.com, you will see a pop-up on the lower left asking you if you want to join our business growth newsletter. Just click on that and fill out the email address, and we will send you an email no more than once a week telling you what's coming up on the show and special offers that we have going on. You can also find links on our website to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, our Instagram, and our YouTube page. Definitely subscribe to the YouTube if you can. We have video clips of every episode that we put up that you can share on your social media. Until next time, I am Ryan Williams wishing you a productive work week.